This is the Hiking Through Life podcast. We've all been gifted a journey called life. Let's see where the journey leads us today. This is day 20 of our summer road trip, Friday, July 26th. Um, Today was one of the more intense days of our trip, um, and one of the most, I guess, beautiful days of the trip. Yeah, definitely the most, one of the most intense. Um, We're sore, we're tired. Yeah, it was a long, long day. And now we are in the luxury of a hotel. Yes, we the did second decide. Um, second lodging purchase. Yeah, yeah, we did decide trip. on that today. After our long hike, we just, we thought we'll go for it. It was um, within our financial means yeah this will be our last um our last hotel purchase until we go out west um after we go home for the wedding so um we figured yeah it was it was deserving as well because today we hiked mount washington which is the tallest peak in the northeast northeastern u.s yep part of the white mountains part of the presidential range um and so many people told us to go hike this so we went for it and it sure did give us a hard time (laughs) yeah i mean it was a it was a good hike i mean i think the long trail when we hiked in the rain that one afternoon that was probably more difficult yeah i think it was just more difficult uh i mean the rain did add to it but yeah the terrain probably was a little more difficult than what this was because it was only a part of mount washington that was really challenging yeah but we basically went um we had uh, about 4,200 feet of elevation gain. Um, the whole round trip hike took us about eight hours. Yeah, it was a full work day. <laughs> yeah. So we went to the summit of Mount Washington, and there's two ways you can get there. You can hike up, or you can drive up. Or take the train. Yes, yes. yeah, I forgot about that. So three ways, really. Yeah, it's either hiking or an automobile. (laughs) Yeah, so the drive up you have to pay. It's there's a toll um, to go up that road. The train is also um, not free. So we opted for the hike. Um, We're gonna do that anyways, but. it's always fun to see your options and then see the prices and then just validate the fact that hiking was the best option. <laughs> yes. It was the best for the views. Um, yeah. We had awesome views during our hike up to the summit. 
and I'm sure you can, you know, get some good views on the train or, you know, have some nice overlooks that you can take pictures of while you're driving up, but um, being immersed in the beauty, like, right there while we're hiking up, that was cool. Um, there's a, um, what is it? The, the shelter that's like halfway up. So we mentioned yesterday that some guy on the Appalachian Trail told us to do Tuckerman's Ravine Trail when we, um, hike Mount Washington. And he had suggested to us that we could, you know, hike to this shelter about halfway up sleep there the night, and then do the rest of the hike the next day. Yeah, Um, but since it was so early, we got an early start, we figured we could just hike all of it in one day. Yeah, and that was our plan uh, going into it, was that we were just going to do it all in one shot and not really stay at the shelter. So um, we did do Tuckerman's Ravine Trail, and it was a beautiful trail. It's one of the most popular ones. It's the most popular to get up to the summit of Mount Washington. It's also one of the most popular like in the area. Oh, yeah. And it showed. I mean, it was a Friday, so it's the beginning of a weekend. So the trail was busy. I mean, the, within the first 10 minutes, we ran into tons of hikers. And luckily... um we didn't run into a ton of dogs. <laughs> yeah, we only ran into a couple that Daisy barked at. Um, but a lot of people were actually telling us on the trail when they saw Daisy, oh, I was going to bring my dog. How's your dog doing? And yeah. Daisy, like, she loves hiking, and she will go over any terrain, so she did fine. The biggest part that's hardest for dogs on that hike is the final part where you're going over all of these large rocks and some of them small rocks. So there's like all these like little spaces in between the rocks that you need to step on. So a lot of people are worried about that with their dogs. Yeah, and it's something that uh, one of the rangers was telling us, you know, check your dog's, um, the pads on your dog's feet, just... Because it is so rocky, um, they can get blistered or or start cracking. So I was doing that the whole uh, hike up. Every so often we'd take a break for water or when we took a snack break and I would just check Daisy's feet and she did fine though. Um, she seriously like loved this hike. I think she was just like the happiest she's been hiking the whole time we've been out with her on this trip she was just like a mountain dog like she was where she belonged she was so happy she could roam free on part of the trail because on our way back we went um a not so trafficked way which we'll get to but she was just in pure happiness all the pictures i took of her she just looks like she's in love with life yeah yeah it was Maybe it had something to do with the fact that we were hiking all day, too, and not driving. But, yeah, she got to roam free a little bit, like you said. It's like her home, like mountain air. She just, like, she was in love. Yeah, and I'm sure she's going to sleep 
good tonight. Oh, yeah. And tomorrow we'll do more of a, just kind of a driving day, um, just because we're going to be sore. I'm sure Daisy's going to be sore. Um, but, yeah, so to just kind of back up, um, we started our day, you know, in the National Forest, um, about an hour away from Mount Washington. We just packed up our site and left as soon as possible because we knew it was going to be a longer hike today and we didn't even eat breakfast we didn't even make coffee we We just just wanted to go we just packed and we were packed up and gone in like 15 minutes from when we woke up and got out of the tent to yeah when we were on the road so we decided that we would just stop at a gas station and get coffee and and then i saw breakfast sandwiches so breakfast sandwiches happened yeah so we had to get a little bit of fuel (laughs) to fuel us yeah and i'm glad we did that because you needed it on that hike yeah i'm glad we ate something too because we were originally planning on just kind of snacking on our way up the mountain but um that would have not been sufficient (laughs) the sandwiches were good so then we, uh, once we left the gas station with our food and coffee, um, we headed towards Mount Washington and we stopped at a ranger station and got some information. Um, I went in and asked about the various trails to the summit and also got a map um, for purchase. The maps weren't free, no. Yeah, so I was I actually very it. surprised when he came out with a map and said he had to pay for it. Yeah, I guess I wasn't that surprised that they charge you for the maps. Um, we didn't really need the map now that I look back at it, but, you know, it was nice to have. I mean, we didn't know the area, so yeah. it's always best to have a map. And now we have a souvenir that we can hang on our wall, as the ranger told you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except it got wet a little bit. Yeah, there is a hole. Yeah, so so it got pay the a extra bit dollar less. for the waterproof one. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking about that, but then I was like, uh, we'll save the extra dollar for, I don't know, some <laughs> coffee or something on the road. <laughs> so yeah, we we got that information. Oh, another thing too is if you go really early to the ranger station, it's not open until like eight o'clock. So, I got there. We got there about like seven forty-five, probably. No, it was well. It was a little bit later because when I I went in because the door was unlocked and there was nobody there for a second. So I just kind of stood by the front desk. Um, was looking around it. They had some maps out, um, laminated onto like the countertop, and finally a ranger came out and asked if she could help me and i was asking for some trail maps she said well we actually don't open for another seven minutes so if you want to wait around um so i looked around and they're getting everything set up and their cash register already so i figured yeah they're definitely going to charge me for a map (laughs) um but yeah anyways that's something that's i guess put it out there that they're not always open super early and the maps aren't free but you don't really need one yeah the the trail's well marked um 
And the ranger actually suggested the Tuckerman's Ravine Trail as well. So we figured since everyone's recommending it to us, we might as well do it. Might as well do it. That's where everyone <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah, so then we got um, back on the road to the trailhead and we started at um pinkham's notch and that's where the trailhead started for tuckerman's ravine and got on the trail it was probably about i don't know what would you say nine nine thirty nine yeah by the time we started yeah um and then and the hike starts out really um, gradual. It's it's there's an elevation, but it's a very gradual elevation. And when you're starting out for like the first forty five minutes, you're like, "Oh, this is easy. I got this. No problem. I I could do this all day." But just wait. Yeah the the trail gets steeper and more narrow as you go up. So um, we were fortunate that. Yeah, it didn't kick our butts right away, but we also... Good little warm-up. Yeah, we also got our heartbeat going a little bit, so... Um, the We did stop and do a snack break at that shelter that was about halfway up. We needed to refuel a little bit, so we had some cheese. Um, we had a kind peanut bar, wrap. peanut butter wrap hydrated and then there's also a water pump um where you can refill your water bottles yeah i mean this is literally a pump pumping it from the ground but it was so cold yeah it was so refreshing delicious (laughs) so make sure you go to that pump if you're out of water on the way up yeah and there's also like a little ski chalet shelter there too um we didn't check to see if it was open did we no we didn't but um i would guess that there's probably some bathrooms in there um but they do people do ski that area yeah like in the winter there was aval like obviously not avalanche this time of year but there was avalanche signs posted that says like avalanche like look out today just because it's such a predominant area for avalanches to happen in. Yeah, and everyone that does ski there has to climb up the hill. Like, there's no ski lifts or anything. It's all, like, backcountry skiing. And <laughs> you have to work <laughs> to get up to the top. Um, and, I, yeah, I, I couldn't imagine climbing up that mountain in the snow. Um, yeah, you got to be really yeah. into that kind of stuff right kind of just risking your life to climb this crazy mountain and and ski down it and hopefully not get caught in an avalanche yeah i think we'll stick to summer hiking on mount washington yeah yeah so after we left that um shelter area um yeah the trail just it got steeper um but in this area, it was the rocks were, I guess, kind of laid out in a way where it was almost like steps. So it was yeah. easy yet steep. 
Yep. And it was cool because the more you went up, you were getting above the tree line. Like, there's this part to the hike where you're, like, in the trees and all of a sudden you're, like, at the same height as the trees and then all of a sudden you're out of the trees. Yeah. Yeah, that happened. Um, As we were getting close to the summit, it's, it's pretty cool how that all that all works and And then you'll also see um snow i mean well not guaranteed but there was a big chunk of snow um right before we got to the really challenging rock climb yeah that was when we were like towards the top of the ravine and yeah there was this um stream that was going down the mountain and the snow that was left from this winter i mean there was a good amount of it still like in this shady area next to where this stream was flowing and that water keeps it a lot cooler and so and and then also being in the shade so there might you know even if you go when we did like in july there might be snow on the mountain still yeah i mean we didn't have to go through it it wasn't on the trail but it was I mean, it was close enough to the trail. It was about 10 feet from the trail. People were going over there and touching it and everything. So it was pretty cool to see that, especially since when we, I mean, we got there and it was like 75 degrees or so. Yeah. But as you go up the mountain too, it it cools off significantly. So like at the top of the mountain, everyone was pretty much in jackets, like light jackets because it was chilly. Um, yeah, it but was. But for us, chilly. it wasn't, I guess. But that these chilly. are people that drove up there who weren't hiking and sweating for the past four hours. Yeah. And so when we got up there, it felt relieving. Yeah. And we were, I think I was the only one. There might have been another person, but I'm pretty sure I was the only one without sleeves on up there. Yeah. It felt really good. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> the the rocks towards the summit too like you were saying were very challenging um, they just felt never ending too it was just not a not easy because the you always had to be very careful of foot placement and not all of the rocks were like firm on the ground either some of them were loose and so you had to just be careful that you weren't gonna step on one that was gonna kind of slide away yeah and there was like trail markings on the rocks like the white slash was on the rocks but people were literally just scrambled out throughout all the rocks because there's really not a trail to follow you just kind of follow what your gut is telling you what rock do you want to step on yeah there were these rock cairns too that were marking the trail um but like you said there wasn't really much of a trail no people was, were spread out all over the place it was just like yeah you kind of scramble up the rocks <laughs> and people were yeah everywhere because this whole i guess um i don't know what it was it was about a half mile from the summit but it honestly it just, took over an hour or at least i felt like it took over an hour it, it seemed maybe. yeah it was probably close to like an hour. it took a really long time 
And I mean, on the way up, everyone kept sa- the people coming down were like, "You're so close! You're so close!" <laughs> yeah, and yeah, we were told that for like a half hour. Yeah, and then we on our way down, we kept telling people, "You're so close! You're so close!" Yeah, yeah. Once you get to the top, though, um, it's awesome. And then you look down at the people that are just starting to go through that rock field, and you're like, "Oh, I feel for you. You're yeah. gonna be up here soon, but..." It's going to take a while. (laughs) Yeah. And then you can kind of, you know, there's plenty of places to walk around at the top. There's a little tourist shop at the top. There's like a, almost like a museum of history about the mountain. Um, There was this great, like, memorial about all the people that have sadly died hiking Mount Washington. Yeah. Not just hiking, though. I think uh, just anybody on the mountain yeah like even skiing and stuff yeah. like that and a huge factor was hypothermia yeah the weather changes quickly up there so definitely when you hike be prepared like bring extra clothing um like we had packed like long sleeves yep. and our rain jacket um we also brought our headlamps um because we didn't know how long it was going to take us yeah, we were just prepared. Um, or if we would get stranded out there. So. Yeah, and if you'll listen in past podcasts with us, with interviews with people, we do always mention hike with your headlamp just in case. Yep, and bring water and some snacks for sure, um, since it is a longer hike. They did have food at the top. Uh, there was like a Yeah, there was like a cafeteria. little restaurant thing. So you can always purchase food at the top. Yeah, and there was a souvenir shop at the top, too. Um, but yeah, going going back to the um, memorial thing, I think it was 163 people had died um, on the mountain or in the presidential range there. And the last guy was in this past June, actually. Yeah, and I think that one was... Uh... It was... Uh, um complications due to hypothermia yeah. that the person died from yeah so just know what you're getting yourself into when you do that make sure you are healthy and prepared to do something like this yeah i think that was a big thing too is just people that had um Health issues. Yeah, there were the so many. Like it seemed like there were so many unknown health complications for the reason that people died. I saw yeah. a handful of that unknown health. So. So then that can be some of those things can be exacerbated by the elevation or by just like the st- strenuous nature of the hike. So definitely, before you set out to hike to the summit. Of Mount Washington. Do some easier hikes first, too. Yeah, like see just, how you do. And then also just kind of, yeah, know your body. Yeah, like this is a big hike just to jump into if you're not a regular hiker, so. Yeah, so I think the top three causes of death were hypothermia, unknown health issues, and avalanches. Yeah. Um. Sounds so, weird. yeah, just... Yeah, definitely be careful, too, when you're going out there early spring or early summer, I guess. So, um, the 
when we got down, we ended up, well, I should say when we came down, there was another path that we could go to. Lion's Head. And that was Lion's Head, yes. Um, We decided to do that just for a change of scenery. It was a harder trail. It was steeper in parts. And it showed because it was much less trafficked, like I previously mentioned. Yeah. And that's the area where we let Daisy off her leash for a while because of just the the difficulty of maneuvering over um, all of these rocks. And some of them were, you'd have to like lift yourself up four feet over this rock or you would have to kind of jump down. I would, I chose to butt slide instead of jump. That's the safe way to go. I was more running and jumping than (laughs) Sarah was. Yeah. (laughs) Sarah was taking her time, but Daisy and I were flying. Um, Daisy loved it. Yeah. She, she did really well too and listened very well to me. Um, I wouldn't let her get very far ahead. There was areas where, like, you know, we were going across, like, a, like a ridge, and it was very clear, especially above the tree line, too. You could see the path in front of you, like, for quite a ways, so I could see if there were other people or dogs coming. Um, same with behind us, too, so uh, I felt confident that Daisy wasn't going to get into anything with other dogs um, and felt confident leaving her off leash for a little while. Plus, I kept her near me most of the time. So if she started going up like 20 feet ahead of me, I would tell her to stay until I got up and caught up to her. And yeah, she loved it. Like you were saying earlier, oh, yeah. she loved running around. She and... was like the happiest in her mountain home. It, she just had this glow to her all day long. Yeah. Yeah, so once we got down back to the trailhead, we were trying to figure out what we should do for lodging that night, and we actually tried to stay. There, there is a bunkhouse um, at the trailhead there, and we actually tried to stay there. Unfortunately, it was booked, and they had this really delicious buffet that was going on because it was dinner time. And I asked about the buffet, and the buffet is only for the guests of the bunkhouse, unfortunately. Yeah, we were disappointed because we were so hungry after that It looked so good, yeah. So we did the next best thing and found another hotel. Yep, Um, in the next town of uh, Conway. Yeah, it was like just um, north of North Conway there, which was... It was about a 20-minute drive from Mount Washington there, um, heading south. And it was called the Inner Vale Motel. Motel, right across the street from a scenic overlook. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even notice the scenic overlook, I guess. Yeah. Um, we had scenic overlooks all day, so I was, I was just <laughs> not looking for them there by the motel. I, I couldn't help but notice the people who pulled out their chairs and sat down to look at the scenic overlook. <laughs> yeah, we also decided that we were going to treat ourselves to a pizza 
Yeah, that was just, like, decided the minute we got in the car. We're like, yeah, we want pizza. (laughs) We didn't want to cook. We didn't want to go through the process of pulling the stove out, digging in the pantry. Just sounded like too much work at the time. Yeah, so luckily we found a... We were browsing all of the... um, the local shops, the local pizzerias, and stuff like that. We did but, all the research about what the best price was for a pizza. <laughs> and we came to Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> pizza Hut, which we can get back home. Yeah, but they had a pretty good deal of two medium pizzas, two or more medium pizzas for five bucks each. So Carry out only. <laughs> so, yeah, we did that. Yeah. Well, no, actually, that deal you could get delivered, too, but they didn't deliver to our motel. We were a little bit out of range delivery oh, range yeah so sarah had to go pick it up yeah and then she bought some ice cream yeah well. i had to get ben and jerry's because it was only 3.99 for the little pints so you never see that deal so i couldn't resist yeah so we're trying to stay on a more frugal budget but we would yeah we would have loved to try some of these local pizzerias we just Thought we would go for the best deal instead of the best taste. Yeah. I mean, we've splurged a few times on this road trip for the taste, but um, yeah, mostly it's what's going to be budget friendly. Yeah, we also were able to get in our weekly shower, so... Yeah. That was the other good, you know, plus about doing this motel and kind of a, a reason we decided to do another hotel was that we could um get a shower get a good night's sleep and also get some work done on the wi-fi so i've been um catching up on uploading some podcasts here and then also um trying to do um some more work on some blogs so we are about to get rested up um and We will definitely be doing a blog on our Mount Washington hike with some beautiful pictures and even we we even took some video, Mm -hmm. Um, but that might take a little bit more time to get edited and put up on our YouTube channel, but definitely be on the lookout for our blog on the Mount Washington hike and that'll be up on hikingthroughlife.net once we um get to writing that one so with that we're going to enjoy sleep in a bed tonight yep well a real bed we have a bed in the car but this is a mattress (laughs) not carpet on a piece of plywood yeah (laughs) so we're gonna rest up tonight and then um head on out tomorrow and see where the trip takes us that's about all thanks for listening guys you've been listening to the hiking through life podcast peace love and hike through life